everybody how you doing today it's a new day it's a fresh day i hope you're up shaking and baking you know i always say that all my guests are fascinating people yeah and this one is a banger <laughs> i have with me mr tolu bawa allah tolu is an entrepreneur a registered architect and a real estate enthusiast in the last 16 years he has built he has built experience in the real estate space with several years spent in critical management roles for over uh, th that cover uh, 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 deal design, construction management, development funding, marketing, and sales. He's a member of the Nigerian Institute of Architects, Nigerian British Chamber of Commerce, and the International Real Estate Federation. Real Estate Fed Federation. Yeah, he he also uh he, yeah okay yeah 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 fair backer how's it called F F I A FIABC FIABC I like it okay he also yeah. became a member of the Stanford Seed Transformation Network after completing the transformation program of 2017. Wow, he's a managing director of Prindex Properties Limited, an indigenous real estate investment and development company that delivers sustainable investment returns through superb product knowledge and execution outside of his work <laughs> outside of his work life he enjoys traveling and networking with great minds he's also a south south port tennis player a calligraphy artist loving husband and a caring father i love that <laughs> I don't really like tennis. <laughs> well, I'm a tennis player. Don't try me on the court. Uh, well, yeah. Wow. Uh, so I, I, I really want to have a conversation with you around. There was something we were talking about. I think we had the conversation on Instagram. It's a great result, this conversation. And, I, and yeah. I've been telling people that, and people just laugh and they, and they go like, oh, this is so true. I said, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and, and a friend of mine said to me that, Paul, you know those houses that were built in our, by our parents in the villages? Not all of them, but most of them don't ever fall. But how come the ones in the big cities? <laughs> they fall. You know, what's the problem with the real estate industry in Nigeria? Yeah. Mm. Okay, so... I think that at the end of the day, if you look at it critically, mm -hmm. the problem boils down to um, competence. Mm. Yeah. Because look, science is science. You can't cheat science. Yeah. Two plus two would always give you four. That's right. So in a situation where two plus two is meant to give you four and you're working it to give you six or seven, then there's a void somewhere. Mm. And it's Eventually, sure. It's as yeah. simple as that. Yeah. So, um, if a structure is designed to hold up seven floors, mm -hmm. a structure that is designed to hold up seven floors has a certain type of foundation. Mm. If you go beyond the limits of that foundation design mm. to load up four additional floors to mm. make it a total of 11 or maybe 12, when the foundation was designed to carry only seven, then there's an issue somewhere. It yes. was always because I mean it's it's about the bearing capacity of the soil. It's about foundation that was designed with that bearing capacity in mind, mm -hmm. right? 
So if the soil cannot bear beyond what it's been initially designed for, then of course there would always be a problem where the whole structure will come down. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's as simple as that, really. It's as simple as that. Mm. Mm. So is it... Sorry to cut you. You know those are guys in the village, right? You know, yeah. They don't, test, they don't test their limits. Their own factor of safety is always very high. <laughs> Even though they learned how to build traditionally. Yeah. Combined within what they are comfortable with. But, you know, in the city, in the urban areas, there's so many reasons why you just want to quickly push it. Okay, is this what we have? And let's optimize, let's maximize. And yes. Of course, they're carrying along the kind of professionals that should be involved in these conversations. Yes. Even if professionals are involved, mm -hmm. some builders, you know, some, you know, project sponsors will still want to test the limit to see mm -hmm. how far they can stretch their dollar or naira. Do you mm -hmm. understand? Mm -hmm. And all consequences. So mm -hmm. I think it's as simple as that, really. Tolu, if you were the Minister of Housing. Wow. That's a big post. <laughs> <laughs> in Nigeria. Has been appointed right now, no, no, I'm just saying how hypothetically speaking now, off the back of your experience and what you know. Yes. How will you improve in the construction and property space in Nigeria? Hmm. I think this is a powerful question. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Um, you see, where will you attack first? Aspects. Yeah, there, there are different aspects to there are different aspects to the problem mm. of how right now housing deficit is going to maybe between 20 25 million in terms of the number of houses we need. That's a lot. To, yes, to be able to say, oh, we are you know, optimally, you know, we have optimal capacity. And look mm. at it, where you Look at it. Optimal capacity of 20 to 25 million houses. What does that tell you? Look at the numbers closely. The uh, population census is saying we're at about 200 million. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe 200 and 220 million. Mm. Saying we need what 20 to 25 million houses. Mm. That means how many people in one house. That that means what? That means how many people under one roof? If That's... we had 20 to 25 million houses. Yeah. That means say we're, we're going to cram about 10 people <laughs> in one house. So that statistic right? is not accurate. Is that what you're saying? No, no. Those are the rough figures right now. Those mm -hmm. are the rough figures. But I'm saying even if we had that capacity, mm -hmm. we don't, right, right now, we don't have, right now, the last time there was a check, there was um, some kind of census, right? The report says, oh, Nigeria, we have a housing deficit of about 17 million. Mm. 17 million houses. I'm sure that that figure has gone up to about 20 to 25 million today. Mm. Right? I think that the biggest challenge is funding. Mm. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think it's much more about the competence. No. We have trained engineers, we have trained architects, we have trained artisans. Um, we, can, we can set up a system to expand you know, that knowledge in terms of training more people to join the pool of professionals that will deliver housing. Mm -hmm. But I think most critically, right, the main issue we need to address is funding. Mm. Funding on both from both ends. So funding to the end users, right? Do we have a proper mortgage system in place? 
um, if we did have a proper mortgage system in place, how many people can possibly access the mortgage facilities? Mm. And even if they qualify, mm. right, at what rate are they going to be paying? Mortgage today is at maybe, you know, double digit 17, between 18 to 25%, 30%. Inflation has gone up and that would, of course, of course impact on all the mortgage and mortgage and other facilities that are mm -hmm. out there, mm -hmm. right? So, the 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 scarce, you know, the scarce availability of mortgage out there yeah. is a big, is a big big issue. That's mm. number one. Um, as I said, the problem is twofold. Yeah, funding to the people that would be able to buy mm -hmm. the house if they were built, and then construction finance for mm. developers that would assist them in pushing out the right kind of houses, the right sizes of houses, you mm. understand, for the open market, for the, for, the, for the people out there, the working class people who can afford to earn a certain amount of money on a monthly basis that can net, net off their mortgage structure you know, over 5, 10, 15 years. Mm. So I think that if per se, per chance, I was Minister of Housing tomorrow, Mm. Right. The first thing we need to do is to have a roundtable, you know, discussion, discussion and come up with a plan. Right. Yeah. Come up with a plan of how the finance institution can partner with That's very the good of housing. Because look, funding is the bottom line. Mm. Funding is the bottom line. There are some other there's some other there's some other factors we can consider as well. Number one, um, why is cost of housing so high? Very high. Very high. 70, 70, let's take out land value. Let's take it out of the equation, mm. right? 70 to 80% of materials that are being deployed in the construct deployed in the construction process is imported. Wow. Right? Yes. Wow. So even local manufacturers, right, that that deliver uh, maybe reinforcement, iron rods, mm. and see. They will tell you that there's still there are still major constituents of their what own they use yeah, that that, that is being important that is important. So it's still all sort of dollar based. Now, by the time um, government enacts policies that can help local manufacturers to start thinking and start developing, you know, production arrangements that can help us produce materials locally, and those locally produced materials has acceptability rating with the market, with the open market, because it's one thing for you to produce materials locally mm -hmm. and it's thing for the market to accept it. Mm. So for instance, right, you go into a building that has just been delivered this year and you see that, oh, this particular kind of towels that have been used on the floor, mm. they're not looking too nice because they were, they, were, they were baked in Nigeria, the towels were produced in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. That means that the market, right, has some bias mm. against goods produced in Nigeria, against materials produced in Nigeria. So mm. let me give you one, just as a means of diversion. Electrical cables, mm. once manufactured in Nigeria, are one of the best in the world. It's a lie. I am telling you, Paul. It's a lie. <laughs> Ask any contractor out there. It's a lie. Yeah, the cables we use in Nigeria, the cables that are manufactured in Nigeria, 
are some of the best in the world. So you would hardly find contractors importing cables. Cables that we deploy in our projects are always bought, you know, from within from, Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, from, from companies that operate, you know, manufacture and produce them here in Nigeria. So you see, so there's the problem is is in layers, but I think the biggest one of it is funding. Mm-hmm. If 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 we had a situation where the finance, you know, the, the financial sector was able to come together with the construction, with the built environment, with the professionals of the built environment to see how we can structure long-term funding mortgage that will take, you know, 15, 20, 25 years to pay off at considerable, considerably affordable rates. Mm-hmm. Then you will see that the issue of housing will start to get solved, you know, one step after. Because once funding is in place, mm. then every other thing starts to cascade, you know, progressively. Once Fantastic. funding yeah. Fantastic. So Tolu, if a young man or a young woman comes to meet you right now and say, you know what, I want to start a real estate business. Yes. And regardless of the part of the value chain that they want to play at. And they want you to coach them off the back of your experience. So you're not just a developer now, you're also a coach now. Okay. What will you tell them? What metrics will you tell them? What will you say to them? Offer is turning into a coach. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's going to happen. Somebody's listening to you right now. The person says, you know, I want to start a real estate business or I want to invest in real estate. I want to invest in real estate. All right, Tulu. I want you to coach me off the back of your experience. I've seen your properties in Prindex. Hey, guys, those of you listening to this on the podcast, go to, I'm going to put Prindex um, um, social media in the show notes. You can click it and just check out the quality of work that they do. And I'm going to put Tulu's LinkedIn profile there so they can check out the quality of work that he, he does. So good. So Tulu, what will you say to that person? Okay. So real estate. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm, I, I, I am your client. I want you to coach me now. Yeah. So um, either you are coming in as an investor, or an investor, a or a developer, yeah, or even in yeah. sales or whatever. So yeah. Sales, yeah. So so sales investment anywhere in the value chain. Anywhere in the value chain. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to consider it as you know a situation where you are looking at a tripod stand. Hmm. That's three legs. I'm seeing three legs. Three legs. Three legs. Mm. So your goal and ambition, mm-hmm. because you must have that first conviction yes. in you. Yes. You must have a certain goal. You must have that ambition that, okay, I want to do this. What is mm-hmm. it that you want to do? It must be clearly defined. If right? it's in Nigeria, I want to make money. That's the North Star. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make money. Sorry. <laughs> That's the North Star. Um, yeah, so beyond making money, you must have a bit of passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just wake up and say you want to make money and you want to dabble into real estate. Real estate is is a very serious business. Very. It's quite a serious business. It's not as easy as selling eggs. Mm. If you want to sell eggs, right? You look for a chicken, you you know... You, That's it. you can you, sell it to your car, Seth. Yeah. It's <laughs> eggs, you get a crate... You know, arrange all the eggs yeah. the crates and take it to the marketplace and sell. No, yeah. real estate is different. 
So the first thing is that conviction in your mind that you want to play in the real estate space, mm. right? Um, that conviction, that ambition mm-hmm. has to stand. It's like it's standing on a tripod with three mm-hmm. legs. So we've got right? the ambition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's standing on yeah. a tripod with three legs. Mm-hmm. The first part of it is finance. Mm. The second part of it is the technical aspect. Mm-hmm. And then the third part of it is the need, the market need. Because mm-hmm. how it works is that the financial part, you know, comes together with the technical part mm-hmm. to create value for the market. Mm. So the market, right, mm-hmm. exactly what kind of value they're going to pay money for. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. I think it's as simple as that. We can we can take it in those three different dimensions. Mm. I like right. that I like that framework, the ambition, which yeah. is the goal, the yes. finances, and then the it's need like of the market. Yeah, no, no. The ambition. The ambition is the first. Yeah. Is the, first the idea. The yeah, idea. The idea. It sits on like a tripod where you have three legs. Yeah. Three legs, the finance aspect of it, mm-hmm. the technical aspect, and then the market, the need. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So those are the three areas that one must, at the first instance, focus on, learn about. Yeah. And then as you learn about these areas, then you can now start to pinpoint exactly how you want to play, where you want to play. Do you want to just be an investor or do you want to be a developer or do you want to be a sales agent or a realtor? I like realtor? that. I like that. I like do you that. want to go into real estate research? Mm, advisory. Advisory. There's not much companies around here that are doing the business of real estate research and are gathering information. I know one of one. Such companies, mm. Yeah. One of such companies is Estate Intel. Okay. And... Uh, before Dolapo, uh, Dolapo Midire is the, the lead person there. Before he came about, uh, he came on that, you know, he started that business. Um, I think that you would hardly find a platform where you can get, you know, information across different sectors of the markets. Yeah. You know, informing you about the current trends of, you know, what's happening in the real estate space. Mm. Yeah. So there's, there's different aspects. But I'm saying that if we're taking it from two um, distinct positions right now to say, oh, um, I've just woken up this morning. I think I want to get into real estate. And I'm thinking of two areas. Mm-hmm. Either I'm going as a developer or I'm going as an investor. Yeah. This, these are the critical points we need to consider. Finance. Finance. Right. Yeah, technical. Technical. And then the market. The market then- need. The market. This is very good. So that means that partnerships can actually actually be formed around those three verticals. Correct. Yeah. You're yeah. Very correct. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me segue to the next question. So, uh, okay. uh, TV. So guys, those of you listening, I call him TV. He's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> so TV, if yeah, you if you had to start your real estate journey all over again. Knowing what you now know, mm. what will you do differently? You may not want to go into the depth of it, but what will you? Because because someone is listening to you right now. The person is getting a lot of insights answering that question. What will you do di- differently? 
Hmm. That's okay. a serious question, so, right? Uh, well, it is, yes. And I'm happy that you've asked it because, mm. um, you know, it sets somebody's thoughts in a yeah. different direction. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, mm. Real estate development has... Uh, I, I can I can very clearly say it's it's teamwork, it's team effort. I like that. It's I team like effort. That. It's not real estate. It's not a one man business, and I'll tell you why. So, I'm a developer, right? I'm mm -hmm. a real estate. I run a real estate development company, mm -hmm. and based on my close to twenty years experience now, I can very clearly define. Um, a real estate development or a real estate developer or a real estate development company is that person or a body of individuals mm -hmm. right that can identify an opportunity to add value mm. to a piece of real estate mm -hmm. by de deploying and managing you know the right set of expertise and resources Mm. to profitably deliver a result mm -hmm. that fulfills the market need. Mm -hmm. It has, it has to fulfill market need without breaking any statutory regulations or compromising the sustainability of the built environment because the environment is also important. Yeah, That's what real estate development is about. Now, mm -hmm. if you go by that definition, I said something very critical. I said... It is a body of individuals. Mm. Mm -hmm. You get it? Mm -hmm. Going from that single, you know, that single analogy that is a body of individuals. If I were to start my career, if I was to jump start my career all over, all over again, again, yeah. Yes, I'll, uh, I would make sure very strongly that we have strong partnerships with people in the finance space. Mm. with people in the government sector mm. Mm. and with you know real estate market researchers mm. yeah so you see a lot of us go into this real estate game and we take these things for granted mm. so somebody retires from the bank and just calls a young architect maybe two years out of school I am paying him peanuts. Say, so, okay, please just give me, just quickly give me this design. Let me quickly, you know, start developing. Chop, 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 chop. You know how we quickly move. Yeah. You know, let me quickly get this done. And then when it's time for you to, because you are coming from the finance space, so you have money. Mm. And then when it's time for you to go into other details, like the engineers that will build and then the geotechnical team that will do your salt test. You say, look, I can't do salt test. I beg, let me just know. How much it will cost to get a salt test report? We take these things for granted. Mm. Yes, we do. We we do not pay the necessary kind of attention. And then again, sorry to look. I mean, let me ask you, like a child, like a child, for the benefit of my listeners, why is soil yes. test soil test important? Because years ago, I heard someone say that an architect or somebody held the soils of some parts of Lekki and say, people are building houses here. They are just building on problem. What? <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Let me add something. My sister sent, said, said something to me on the phone. She said, 
Because I'm the last child of my home. So we're planning my mom's funeral. Mm -hmm. And she said something. She said, my loving brother, I said, when the, he says, when the root is deep, the tree does not fall. I shouted. Because me, I like words. (laughs) I said, I would tend to lose this thing. (laughs) I like that. I like that. But look, as I said, science science is about two plus two giving you four. Yes. So tell me about that soy test. Mm. Yeah, there are no mistakes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you come to areas like Lagos, mm-hmm. where um, some areas of our, you know, landmass mm. have very low bearing capacity, the land is soft. Mm. Then soil test becomes a very strong consideration. Okay. Mm. But you understand, it becomes a very strong consideration. But if you go to somewhere like Abuja. Mm-hmm. Where most of the landscape is rocky and hilly, mm-hmm. you can take soil test for granted. But how come people see take, don't don't take soil test seriously in that our Lagos? Yeah. Paul, don't mix it up. Science is science. Two plus two would always give you four. Mm-hmm. Every built environment professional that you come across would make you understand that if you are going to put a load on top of floor, mm. you should test you should test yes, what sir. the bearing capacity is can be yes i like that this is very powerful your building can be made of foam, foam Kaya. Styrofoam. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. your building can be built from styrofoam there's new concrete technology that enable that allows us embedded to, sorry that allows us to embed styrofoam inside our concrete slabs Mm. To light weight. So your building can be made of foam. And because you think it's light, you don't need to do soil test. But no, as mm. I said, simple as two plus two giving you four. So some soil cannot carry some building. Of course. Oh yeah. But of course, of course. Mm. If you build mm. a bungalow, if you build mm. a bungalow, just a single story on a particular plot of land. Mm-hmm. And be able to bear it hmm. but if you now say oh i want pent of the so you know some people will tell you oh i want to be i want my roof to be very high when they agree, say, how's day? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, now we know, yeah. All those elements add up, right? So, mm. the size of your roof, the volume of your roof, mm-hmm. the volume of wooden members in the roof, mm-hmm. all, all that adds to the, you know, to, to the gross weight of the building in total. And then, of course, mm. all this directly impacts on your foundation, you know, carrying all the load into the floor. Yeah. So soil test is critical for you to be able to determine what is going on under there. Mm. And it is usually produced or is usually carried out and a, a test result is produced by a geotechnical engineer. I see. They are the ones that are trained with that skill mm. of drilling down there and analyzing the different layers of whatever they find down there. I to see. be able to say, oh, we have tested these layers. Oh, 
Mm. Um, what the test is showing is that it can carry 80 kilonewtons or 200 kilonewtons. Come on, brother. Kilonewtons. Come on, Do brother. When they say that, oh, it can carry 80 kilonewtons and then your load is... It's 90. <laughs> no, your load is 140 kilonewtons. And then your house begins to tilt, say hello. This way, hello. <laughs> Wow, this is a deep conversation. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. Yeah. So these are those are the challenges. But as again, as I said, as I said, you can sometimes take soil tests for granted. Some people take soil tests for granted. People that are building in Abuja, where their their property is solid. Very solid. So they 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 just believe that they do not need a soil test, but it's still better. Do it document it that you've done it and this is the results is showing you mm -hmm. and then of course with that res results you can now go ahead to you know wow. inform your engineer before they do whatever they need to do in terms of design wow. right so in simple terms a soil test is needed in every situation most especially when you're building multiple floors I see. I see. This is this is this. I've never heard about this before. I'm I'm oh, really? I'm, I'm grateful that because I'm grateful that. We are having this, uh, this. Uh, I mean, I've been in this space, but I've never heard a developer talk about this in any of our conversations. And I think regulation can play a strong role if regulation insists that soil tests must be done. You're correct. Uh, re regulation insists. So, for instance, so that's why when you talked about government, it was very important. That's why I asked that question. Yeah. If, you, if you were a minister, mm -hmm. if 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 you go to if you go to the physical planning. Uh, permit authority in legal states, mm -hmm. right? They insist on you submitting a soil test report along with other documentation required for your building plan approval process. Mm. So it's actually part of the regulation right now mm. for legal states. Yeah. Mm, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. So what are some of the the joys. You're a businessman in Nigeria. I want you to talk about the joys mm -hmm. as we, as we, you know, as, as as we go towards the finish line of this conversation. The joys yeah. and the challenges of running a business in Nigeria. You have seen the highs. You've seen the low. You are still seeing it. You're still running your business, right? Somebody comes to you and say, "Ogatolu, money day real estate, man. I gotta start this thing. Man. I just see him. I just see the boys for Instagram, man. Come on, man." <laughs> Instagram, I hear you. Okay, uh, the joys and the challenges. The joys and the challenges from your experience, yeah. The joys and the challenges. Yes. I'll take the joys first. Yeah, let's start with the joys. Let's take the good news first. Good news first, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, for the joys, right? Mm -hmm. I think that. Um, as a professional, mm -hmm. it's really it feels very fulfilling when we deliver real estate projects and people can can earn from. Sorry, sorry let, let me interrupt you. Tell yeah. me the day. Any of your, I know you have, you, I know you have several experiences where your customer bought a property from you. Describe that joy where you just looked at the press. You're like, wow. You saw the feeling. Tell me that experience. Yeah, the, you don't need to go into the names, but just describe that feeling. Let's humanize this experience, the joy. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, that's it's one of the joys. So um, I, I recall when um, one of our subscribers came 
um, to one of our developments. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, had, he had been introduced to that project by a realtor. Okay. The realtor had done due diligence on the property, that come to look at it, had sent videos of the place. Um, but on the day of the launch, he came around and he was, he was excited about the quality he saw. Mm. The quality was different from what he has been experiencing. Used to, yes, yes. And he liked the spaces and you know, he was just excited. At, oh, it's very neatly done. Mm-hmm. The, the windows were big. You know, the layout, the layout of the spaces. I mean, he saw that extra effort to, yeah. to make sure that, you know, everything worked out, you know, as decently, you know, as functionally as possible. Yeah. And of course, the building looks, you know, the building just looks, you know, very contemporary. Good. So I was yeah. impressed. And at that particular point, he said, oh, please, where's your next project start? And oh, I said, oh, lovely. we're starting one just about, you know, several streets away. If you want us to take you to the site right now, we can take check you Check it out. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. And he went to that next place and, you know, there and then he instructed his assistant to see us the next week and he made a down payment for two more units. Wow. So that very fulfilling. Um, the second level of fulfillment that we always have is when uh, we, we, we talk to our potential subscribers and we tell them that, oh, look, because of the kind of attention to detail we pay yeah. and the quality of the build, um, if they buy our investment apartments, they would typically get about, say, 25 to 30% um, rental returns that is higher than the market average. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We always tell them that. And they're like, oh, really? Well, let me see. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not certain that yeah. they're going to this target, but let me say, and then when we're completed and then we're now, you know, managing the property for them and we start to pay the rental returns, they're like, oh, wow, mm. this, is, this is good work. You know, so it, it feels very fulfilling. You know, as a professional, um, sometimes when you look back at all this effort, because it's not really easy, real estate development, you know, it takes a lot of steps and there's risks along the way. The way, yeah. So, yeah, so first you have the finance risk, then you have the market risk, then you mm-hmm. have, you know, government statutory risk, you have construction risk. Yeah. I mean, there are layers, and then you yeah. finish the project by scaling all that, and then you come out at the other end, you know, mm-hmm. everything looking very decent, and you've delivered. It's very fulfilling as mm-hmm. a professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the fact that with our work, other professionals come to us, other people that are not real estate professionals come to us, they, they ask us about how we've done it, and we're able to share you know, that knowledge, the same yeah. way I'm talking to you now and, you know, you're asking questions about the soil test and I'm, you know, giving you details. Yeah. You know, that process of enlightening the open market about it, it's, I find that very fulfilling. Very, 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 very. very. I mean, you have, um, you have um, opened my eyes to a lot of things that I never thought about. First yes. of all, I know that a lot of real estate people follow me. They listen to my stuff. I'm going yeah. to drop it in a lot of real estate communities first. They need to listen to what uh, you are. And it, it, it even helps the real estate sales pe- salespeople to have intelligent conversations with their clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they, they understand the technicalities behind Yes, what- exactly. To say, you know, we've done soil tests for this property, man. It's going to... It's going gonna... <laughs> to... Soil tests just... 
there's a lot of metaphors that you just gave me and are very very deep eh? i'm just enjoying this chat with you in the minutes that we have left i said when you said that if you if you do a story tells that says that i don't know the, the language you use like kinikon kinikon can take only 80 80 80 what 80 80 kilo kinikon kilo newtons then someone yes. wants to build a house of 150 newtons <laughs> so look now based on your experience in life can you can you juxtapose that analogy or that metaphor to other aspects of life cut your coat according to your size oh, it is not this man's wise <laughs> no no cut your coat according to your material according to your material okay now talk to the talk to the young man who is coming to you for coaching and yeah. he's seen all the razzmatazz that other people are doing their brain and their resources currently is only 18 newtons off the back of the discovery you've given to them. But yet, they want to start at 150 or 200 newtons. Talk to us about that. Ah, this class is deep, man. Try, 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 try. I like this. Okay, so, so you see, um, um, this is, this is, uh, this is the big problem, hmm. right? Uh, a lot of us that go into real estate take a lot of things for granted. Mm -hmm. We don't do, you know, in detail. Mm. A lot of people don't follow the process. Yeah. Some people, some people, um, <clears throat> some people do that out of ignorance. Some mm -hmm. people do that to cut corners. Some people follow the process through at the end. end. To the end, yeah. and you see it in the quality of what they deliver to you. Yes, and that's Prindex now, for you, man. I'm just putting a plug, but that's the truth. That's Prindex uh, for you. Exactly. That's now, the latter. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, right, um, the market needs to get more enlightened. The market needs to understand real estate development. Mm. Um, in terms of regulation, the regulations need to be a bit more um, practical mm -hmm. in in trying to try to assess what buildings should be out there for people to habitate. So it might also surprise you that um, for Lagos State, right, when a building is completed, mm -hmm. the contractor or project sponsor is meant to get a certificate. It's called certificate of habitation from the government. Confirm, yes, from confirming that all the processes have been. I've never heard to. about that before. Never. Yes, all, all the processes have been adhered to. Never heard about and that before. The construction process was successful, and based on the success of the construction process, mm -hmm. they are issuing a certificate of habitation. Habitation. Wow. So, so let me. So let me. Let's let's circle back a bit. Um, in the media very recently, there was this story about some houses along the canal line. Yes. That were, being, that that were destroyed. Being, yeah. They were being demolished. Demolished, yes. Right? Yes. Um, it is highly impossible that those set of buildings on mm -hmm. that particular row mm -hmm. of the canal line had certificate of habitation. Mm. 
issued by the same government. Mm. I think we can investigate it, but I doubt very much that the government will have issued certificates. And they come and destroy it again. And they come and, come and destroy it again. I see what you mean. So, so I think that there's 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 quite a knowledge gap. Um, there's quite a knowledge gap in the in the market space because a lot of people don't know what to look out for when they see you know realtors come to them, realtors give them this and that. Oh, there's this house here, come and buy, blah blah blah. And let's let's try to compare it to the food and beverage industry or mm. the the drug manufacturing industry. Are you looking at are you looking at a regulated industry? If you want to talk about the regulated industry, I'll call, I'll call banking. You yeah. want to compare that to a very regulated yeah. industry. Yeah. So you yes, want to call yes, banking so the most regulated yes, in Nigeria. I'm not even talking about banking and finance. I'm saying let's look at food. Let's okay. look at food and drugs, okay. right? Okay. Well, yeah. So so you're you're walking on the street right now, you're kind of hungry, you stop by a shop, and you want to buy one or two biscuits mm-hmm. just to have as a snack before you get home and have your proper food. When you pick the biscuits from the shelf on the shop and you pay. You take it for granted that it's NAFDAQ approved. Mm. I, so you right. just open it. Yeah, you just open it. And you just start eating. Mm. I think that for us in the real estate space, we still have a lot of work to do. We're mm. trying to make sure that you know the quality of what people are getting out there is, is good enough for, for us to enjoy it without any hitch. You know, a lot of people complain about. Plumbing leakages, roof yep. leakages, yep, yep, flood, yep, flood. yep. This water is coming from my from the streets into my compound. Yeah, water is coming from my compound into my house. There's there's layers and layers of issues. But I tell you that even within all these issues, we still have competent professionals that try to do things right. That, that take passion in doing things right. And that's one of you, man. You're spreading that, man. Yes, yes. Yeah, you are, you're, you're in that school of school of uh yes. well, school well, of uh, trying, school of thoughts. Very, very sure that we keep, wow. on, you know, keep on uh, progressing in that line. You know, yeah. Where quality is what we do. Trying to do things right is is, is the culture, you know, here um with us at Print Next and Blue Line. So Lou, you just made me feel smarter just talking to you right now. Yeah, I feel, feel I feel smarter right now because I'm going to call anybody yeah. who's really listening that I know. I say, do you know what um what the soil test is? Do you know, <laughs> do you know what do you know uh, what the certificate of habitation is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother, thank you for this conversation, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I I believe that you have so much to share. Please, everybody. First of all, I'm going to put is um. So, look, can you tell us your Instagram and where do you want? Where do you want people to come and follow you and tell you, get more from your wisdom? What's the handle? Official underscore Tibawi. Okay, I'm going to put it in the show notes in the podcast. I'm yeah, going to put it in my newsletter to over 13,000 people because I believe that this man's voice should be heard. This video is going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Instagram. It's going to be everywhere. Uh, I believe that he has a great message that everybody's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on Apple. This episode of the Powerful Podcast will drop this week. Uh, 
And then I found this my November is is jammed with guests. It's jammed with guests. Ah, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna do a flyer right now for my episode with you. I said I said it to be recently on the powerful podcast, then, and then you get all of that uh, tomorrow. So you can actually drop it on your own Instagram as well to to get people know that the episode will drop by God's grace on Friday. And as I prepare for, but I'll be doing dropping a lot of teasers, all those 30 seconds, 60 seconds teasers to make people prepare. I'll drop that part where he said that we have the best cables. <laughs> oh, sh- like, let, let me hear, let me hear. Hello. <laughs> let me hear. Yes, I said I said the episode would drop on Friday. Hello. <laughs> 